Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can get this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, including Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. You can also watch this podcast live or on demand on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube, just search for Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. You can find it there. On Twitter, you go to my handle, at Bend Your Ear Pod. Click on the lights column and all the videos of this podcast are there. So whether you're watching live now or are going to listen later, welcome. Again, I review movies new and old. Tonight will be a review of a new movie. Uh, pray. I'll get into that in a couple of minutes. So a couple of things I would ask. If you are a regular listener to the podcast, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you see my postings on social media, please uh, share them, like them, retweet them. Just um, show them some love. I'd appreciate that. It's a good way to help grow the audience. Uh, the other thing I would ask, if you listen to this podcast on a podcasting app, uh, specifically Apple Podcasts, but wherever you listen to it, if you can rate and review, hopefully you give it five stars. That's another way uh, you can help an independent podcast like myself get more eyeballs and ears listening. So that'd be great. I want to grow the show. That's my ultimate goal. Uh, so we can have a big community that talks movies. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And I would encourage everybody to go to the website. The show's website is letmebendyourear.com. And you'll be able to get all of the episodes uh, to download at your leisure. And links to the video podcast on YouTube is there as well. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. Check out the website. All right, I'm going to be reviewing Prey, directed by Dan Trachtenberg. So if uh, you are an 80s kid or like movies from the 80s, one of the classic 80s movies of the genre is Predator. Uh, that was directed by John McTiernan, who a year after Predator actually directed the action classic Die Hard. He directed also Hunt for Red October. So he had a good run there for the, for the last part of the 80s and into the early 90s with some great action movies. Predator is one of those movies as well. Predator starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, among others in the cast. And if you remember that film, of course, it was a classic film set in the jungle. Uh, a military team was tasked with trying to stop and kill an alien. And uh, the alien had the ability to cloak himself, become invisible. And his main means of tracking prey or victims in Predator was through infrared. So that was a cool effect that you would see in the original Predator movie uh, where it would become, it would be a point of view from the alien and you would see basically kind of like an infrared. Uh, so anything with heat, they would, uh, that's how he would track and kill uh, anything living. And uh, if you've watched that movie, I mean, a lot, most people have, uh, you know, there's a lot of great action in it, classic 80s movie, classic Schwarzenegger movie. And, uh, and the way that they end up trying to figure out how to destroy it is pretty clever. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, I definitely uh, recommend you check it out. And if you have, you already know how great it is. So there have been several sequels to Predator. Um, and actually, I didn't even check to see how many count. I saw Predator 2 in the theater. So the, the second movie has uh, has developed, I've noticed over, when this movie came out, Prey, but even before they announced this movie and they said the movie was coming out, it was interesting because I had seen a lot of love for Predator 2 on online, on Twitter specifically. Now, I saw Predator 2 in the movies. Now, that movie starred Danny Glover. I think Ruben Blaze was in it. 
Um, I want to say Maria Conchita Alonso. I might be wrong. But that film was directed by Stephen Hopkins, and it was set in a in Los Angeles, so in a city instead of in the jungle. And I remember when I saw it, I don't remember much about it. I thought, I think I remember it was okay. Uh, I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was anywhere as good as the first movie. But there's been a lot of love for that movie. I think a lot of people loved it because it, they 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 wanted to be different. It wasn't a rehash of the first movie in the sense of a second movie in the jungle, stuff like that. So there's there's been a lot of kind of recent love for that film from Predator 2. I may revisit it and maybe review it for the podcast. I actually have never reviewed Predator for the podcast either. So maybe I'll do a double feature on that. But there's been several sequels over the years. I think there's been three or four other Predator films. I've seen none of those. So when I do my review of Prey tonight, it's not going to be in the context of those other films. Like I said, the only ones I could compare it to would be the original Predator and Predator 2, which are the only ones I've seen. So let's go ahead and get into the review. So I had seen a couple of weeks ago uh, that Prey was coming out on Hulu. And when I did my little bit of research, it looks like this was a movie that was kind of stuck in the Disney-Fox merger. So I think this movie was intentionally um, uh, going to be released as a theatrical film, but it ended up through whatever reason, I don't know if it was contractual or through an agreement of the merger, that they were going to release the film directly to Hulu. So within the last couple of weeks, I had seen promos for the movie, advertisements for the movie with uh, a lot of positive buzz and 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 press. And when I first saw the the the, the Prey promotion, it didn't really go into, and I don't know if it was intentional or not, they didn't really say, or at least I didn't notice, that it was a prequel to Predator. It wasn't until a couple of weeks after I started watching the the promos that it leaned into the fact that it was a prequel to Predator. So I'm like, all right, that's cool, and uh, I'll check it out. Like I said, I like Predator a lot. I'm an 80s kid. That's an 80s movie, so I'll check it out. So the the plot for Prey is very interesting, and uh, one, of the, one of the great things I like about it. So they took an interesting angle. So it's a prequel, and what they did was they set it in the year 1790. 19 so a couple of hundred years back and it's set with a comanche tribe so again you get a different flavor and like i said i know a lot of people are making a big deal about you know being indigenous people being in it an indigenous cast and i think that's great but what my takeaway is it's just an original way to come at this story which is what i love about this i love that they found a way through a prequel to kind of tell a different story around predator but use a group that you don't really see a lot in film. Uh, so that part is cool. And, and like I said, it's said in 1519. So uh, it's definitely uh, really cool. So the main character of the film is Nehru, played by Amber Midthunder. So she is a Comanche um, Native American. And as the film opens, you get kind of get the setup of her life. So she lives with her brother, um, and her mother, and you kind of, as the film opens, so probably the first uh, 30 minutes or so, you get set up. So you get the, kind of their life, you know, obviously they live out on the prairie, obviously they are, you know, hunters, and the women cook, you know, fish, meat, whatever. The men in the tribe do the hunting, the defending themselves, everything that you kind of know, and kind of that, how that, that social structure works. So, um, the main character Nehru in the movie, so of course she is very smart, very headstrong, and she wants to be a hunter. So there is a, a ritual for the men in the tribe, uh, that they 
hunt an animal or a beast that can kill them, but they hunt them, and it's kind of like their rite of passage. I forgot the um, the Native American term for it, so I don't want to butcher that. But every it's you could almost compare it to like a a bat mitzvah or or, or a rite of passage for uh, a young man to become a man by doing this hunt. So Nehru wants to do that, even though she is a a, a girl. So of course the other the other boys, young men in the tribe, kind of mock her a little bit, tell her she needs to just to stick to what she does well. Now the other talent that she has is through the training from her mother, other than being very intelligent, she knows how to use medicinal, she has very good medicinal skills. And there's a specific orange flower that she uses that helps uh, and that has medicinal purposes and she's very talented with that, which is fine, but that's not what she wants to do. She wants to be a hunter like her brother. So her brother is, hold on, give me a second here. I just had the whole cast pulled up here. Taibe, and I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Uh, he's played by Dakota Beavers. So uh, her brother kind of teases her, but kind of respects her intelligence. They're close. You can tell they get along. And he sees something in her uh, that he thinks that maybe she has the ability to do it. But of course, the, the, the structure of the time really doesn't call for that. Uh, and early in the film, there's an opportunity for her to go on a hunt. She basically goes on without their permission, and it doesn't really go well. So her brother basically tells her, look, you tried, you really did your best. You know, I know you worked hard. It's just not for you. You're not, you're not going to be a hunter. You need to do what you do well. You know, he acknowledges the fact that she's super intelligent. He, he knows that his sister is a very strong-willed, very talented person, very intelligent person, but not, you're not going to be a hunter. That's really the men's job. So that's kind of the setup of the movie. So as that's going on, you get to see the spaceship that holds the alien and they drop him down, the one alien, the predator, down onto Earth, onto their to the to where they're at. Kind of the same setup as the first movie, as Predator, as the original film. So as you, the movie progresses, the predator is lurking around, and Nehru is trying to become the hunter that she wants to be. Very simple story. What's great about Prey is though, like you said, you kind of get into the to the it shows a culture, like I said, that you don't normally see, the Comanche Indians, and, and it's interesting. And and the cast is terrific. And like I said, led by Amber Midthunder, she is, to me, a star. Actually, she is a star in the making, and Dakota Beavers, who plays her brother, I think is another star in the making. Both of them are fantastic. The entire cast is really good. The mother is good. The other people in the tribe are good as well. But the, the two leads, the, the lead, Amber Midthunder and Dakota Beavers, the brother and sister, are fantastic. One of the best things about the movie. So again, as the movie progresses, um, the predator starts to kill. The tension and the violence starts to escalate. Then, of course, there's a clash between that tribe and the predator with uh, with the brother trying and the, and the other males of the tribes trying to hunt the predator. And then, of course, Nehru ends up getting involved. Um, and it's pretty much that's 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 the movie. The movie is an hour, I think, in 40 minutes. So, again, it's economical. I think it's just the right length. It's perfect. Like I said, it gets into the story and then it goes. And another thing I loved about Prey is if you are a fan, two things. One, you don't have to see Predator to watch this movie. And this movie is a prequel anyway. So even if you've never seen Predator, this would probably be a good place to start anyway. But if you've seen Predator... There's a, a lot of little things that you would love and pray that you remember from Predator, specifically, you know, the Predator itself, the way it looks, how it kills, the, the abilities that it has, 
and all of that are, are cool as a callback to the original Predator. And the other thing you get in this movie, and this may not be great for all people, but the first Predator of 1987, that movie is gory. Like there's gory violence from the kills. That is preserved in this movie. So there are some some very gory killings. So if you were a fan of those in the first Predator, they put them in here. Uh, and uh, it's fantastic. The action is fantastic. The thing that makes this movie unique, and I think that's, and I think it's clever that they said it in this time period. So, of course, in the original Predator, obviously, again, an advanced alien. So, what you had in that film is the soldiers. So, they had weapons and and whatever you know skill they had as military people. So, of course, what made that movie really good is their weaponry, their smarts through most of that movie was doing nothing to stop the predator. The predator was just killing people at will and they and these super macho, super military guys with all these great weapons could not stop the predator. And in this film, it's even more menacing because you have basically the only thing that these people that these Native Americans have are literally bows and arrows, axes, just regular kind of weapons, almost that could be double as tools, but weapons and their ingenuity to battle this futuristic alien. So that aspect of the film gives it a lot of attention because you're wondering how are they going to stop this predator that can't be stopped. And uh, and as the kills happen in the movie, you see that it, it looks like it's unstoppable. So that's the great part of this movie and the tension uh, that's built in this movie with that, you know, obviously the primitive weapons that they have to battle this alien. And the other thing that's great about it too, as the movie progresses, then you start to see uh, Nehru's power as far as her intelligence. And that's what comes into play over Braun and, and what the men think she doesn't have. And that doesn't allow her to be a hunter. So that whole story arc is great. And like I said, she is phenomenal. Like I said, I think you're going to see her in all kinds of movies. She's like I said, from the moment she came on the screen for me, she was magnetic. Uh, she was um, charismatic and uh, a great lead for this film. And like I said, Dakota B. B was playing her brother. Fantastic as well. So big fan of it. Um, the one thing that I didn't like, and this is a minor quibble for this movie, is the, the CGI. There was a little, I don't want to say too much, but some of the CGI I thought was effective, but some of it I thought was didn't look realistic enough. Now, for what they were using it for, there's really no other way to do it. Um, but even though that's the case, and I understand that, it still just marred it a little bit for me. Like I said, it's a quibble. Uh, but it was something that was noticeable to me as I was watching it, especially as the movie progressed and, and it was being used. I think maybe for me, if they would have used a little bit less, which would have meant cutting out some of the action, um, I would have probably liked it more. But it was it got to the point where it was a little... I wouldn't say too distracting, but it was slightly distracting and I noticed it. So the CGI, you shouldn't really notice. It should be in the sense that it should, the story should go and you should, it should be there and, and, and use it to tell the story. I just thought that there was a little too much of it. Again, I understand for what they were using it for. I don't think they had any other option. But again, that doesn't it doesn't mean that I want to notice it either. So again, that's my minor quibble with, with Prey. So based on that, um, I'm going to give Prey four van goes out of five so on that scale i definitely recommend the movie it's a movie i would see again uh you can watch it it's like i said it's streaming now on hulu so you can watch it there 
Uh, again, this would have been a good theatrical release as well. It's a really good movie. It's really well done. The director, Dan Trachtenberg, I haven't heard of him before. Uh, I looked him up. I guess he directed 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I haven't seen. Actually, I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen the original Cloverfield, actually. Uh, so I don't know his work. This is his first film of his that I've seen. But he did a really good job. Like I said, the action sequences minus the CGI issue I had were fantastic. The gore is there if you're a fan of Predator and the gory kills. That's there as well. Uh, the acting is fantastic. Like I said, the, the the cast is a cast of unknowns. All of them, I think, are, are Native Americans. So it's great you have that cast. But like I said, that's just icing on the cake. It's just a good old-fashioned action movie. Just, you know, well done and, and really entertaining. So like I said, I highly recommend Prey if you're a fan of Predator. Uh, definitely check this movie out. Again, I'm going to give Prey... Directed by Dan Trachtenberg. I'm going to give it four Van Goghs out of five. So again, you're listening or watching the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. Again, this is a podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. So again, if you want to watch the show live or later, you can watch it on YouTube and Facebook. Just look for Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. You can also watch the show on Twitter. It's there live. And also, if you want to watch it on demand, just go to my page at bend your ear pod click on the like column they're all right there and you can watch the videos at your leisure and like i said this is an audio podcast as well you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast and please rate and review if you do like i said if you can give it five stars that'd be great i want to grow the show and again if you want to email the show with suggestions um it's bend your ear podcast at gmail.com and i don't really ask i'm gonna start asking now to i want to get that interaction interaction on social media so if you've seen pray uh let me know what you think about it uh, if you see my post on this episode, just put it on there. Or if you're listening, just go on to Twitter and just hit me up at @benjuriapod. Tell me what you thought of Prey. Uh, like I said, I thought it was entertaining. Again, I'm giving it four Van Goghs out of five. Uh, so again, thank you for listening and watching. This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I'll be back next week with a new episode of, uh, don't know if it's going to be a newer old movie yet, but uh, I will be back next week with a new episode. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Take care. Talk to you soon.